Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a new chess audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Um, sorry, guys, hopefully this episode does not come out late, but I'm just, uh, you know, working around here on this new app called Threads by Instagram. It looks like it's kind of kind of Twitter late here, so I'm kind of just working working the features here to see if uh, see if we can get used to it. It seems pretty cool so far, so um, I'm just kind of. Uh, you know, looking around, seeing if I could post some cool content on there. So uh, I think this episode should be out on on time, though. So uh, with that said, I hope you guys have had a great week uh, thus far. Recording this on a Wednesday, as always, um, in you know in July, right? We're in July. Um, training camp is pretty much right around the corner. Uh, training camp dates have been released. We went over those last week, so if you have not um, already, take a look at those dates and you know see what we see what uh. What, what games you guys or what practices you guys are planning to attend um you know i'm planning to attend probably a couple during the summer um one in july one in august is usually the game plan for me uh no pun intended but um yeah that, that's kind of where my head's at right now but uh you guys could look uh there are a lot of cool dates on there um plenty of weekends this year i think i touched on that last week but it seems like there are a lot of weekends so that's always cool of the jets to do that um so with that said, uh, that that was kind of last week's episode, and then we jump into uh, to this week, right? So um, I asked a few questions on my Instagram that I wanted to go over um, with you guys here today. Uh, just you know, Q and A session. Uh, we used to do these a little while back um, on the game plan on the game plan pod, but we stopped them during the season. Um, but reboot them back up here during the off season to see if we can get some questions answered here, as the bio states on. Uh, you know, on the podcast. So we could start with a few. I didn't actually write down any of my answers. I usually, you know, um, pre-plan some of these, but we're going to jump right in um, and see if we can get through three, four, um, you know, throughout the, throughout this entire episode. I think a mailbag is pretty cool. Um, and I think it gives you guys a chance to interact with me, gives me a chance to interact with you a little more and, you know, a, a one-on-one basis here as we're talking through it. Um, obviously, this is a solo pod today. Um, but it doesn't feel like it when I'm taking your guys' questions, so I really appreciate the input on my Instagram, um, and we will go through some of these. So this one is from Real DZP. Um, opening day against Buffalo. Realistically, how do you think we will do? Um, so a pretty open-ended question there. As you know, the Jets obviously playing Buffalo uh, on 9-11, September 11th. Uh, it's Monday night football for week one at MetLife Stadium, so uh, house should be rocking. Um you know, the fans should be electric. The team should be fired up. Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel will give you goosebumps. I can guarantee it. Even if you're not a Jets fan, like I just, that is going to be surreal. Um, just seeing that guy run out of the tunnel, uh, all pumped up, you know, coming off not the best year, but you know, he's super motivated to get it done. And I think it was Skip Bayless who said a couple days ago, like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is overrated. He's done. He can't play in the league anymore. You know, Aaron loves that kind of stuff. I can almost guarantee it. Um, so it's just like, it's going to be fun to watch him play this season because, you know, he has that chip on his shoulder, you know, he's trying to unleash that dragon. Um, so it's just going to be fun, um, watching him, you know, sling the rock as he always has. And, uh, just watching him play in the green and white. That, that's the biggest, you know, it's not going to feel real until week one. That's what people usually say. It feels real right now, but when he hops in that Jets uniform, even in the preseason, that's when it really starts to kick in. So you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll get a taste of that. Um, as week one inches closer, but to, you know, to touch on your question, real TCP, I would say, 
you know, a realistic scoreline, it's probably something simple, right? Like a 20 to 17, 24, 17. I don't want to give an official score prediction because that's not what this question is really about. It's, you know, how do you think we will do, right? Um, and I think we'll fare pretty well. I think we will, I think we'll win the game. I, I think Buffalo is a good team. Um, do I think they will take a step back this year? A little bit. I, I think they might take one or two steps back in terms of, you know, divisional dominance that we've seen from them the past few years, AFC dominance that we've seen from them the past, you know, three to four years. I think that uh, takes a step back and they turn into more of a, you know, a good team, right? A really great team, actually, with the roster they still currently have with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Tredavious White, uh, you know, James Cook coming, uh, you know, coming on here. Um, they, they have a really good roster, uh, but I think the Jets are just in a spot where, you know, they're ready to win now. They're ready to beat Buffalo. They're ready to take over the division. You know, after so many years of getting dominated by New England, I think it's finally time for the Jets to uh, kind of stand tall and uh, finally take take over uh, the AFC East. So I think, you know, week one, uh, I would count the Jets in on that one. I would count them in fully, and I think they win um, – you know, pretty decisively. I think the game is close throughout, but I think the Jets make it known that, you know, they're 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 here to have, you know you know, they're here to enter week two one and all, right? They're they're not they're not gonna mess around in the in week one, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and not, you know, come prepared or anything like that. I think they're gonna come prepared. I think they're gonna be really you know, motivated to get to get to one and oh and to win um on Monday night football to start the season. And of course, um they have, you know, multiple primetime games throughout the season right this is not the only one they have they have multiple so you know they have to get ready for it right and and what what better way to get ready for it you know than to win in week one against you know your divisional opponent so i think they will win in buffalo uh against buffalo in metlife stadium in week one um so thank you for the question there real dzp um next one here that i wanted to touch on um a little bit of D-hop Dalvin Cook action. So this one's from A.Moreno underscore 19. What are the chances we get D-hop or Dalvin Cook? So D-hop, I'll touch on first. DeAndre Hopkins per Jeremy, Jeremy Fowler, I believe, at ESPN. You know, they're, they're I, th- I think, you know, the Titans and Patriots, I think, were mentioned as the two teams that were leaning towards, um, you know, a little heavier interest in D-hop than the Jets. I think they're doing more due diligence than Dalvin Cook, which makes sense because, you know, Dalvin is you know, still young back. He's, he's still, he can still run, right? And the Jets taking Brees Hall into consideration with his torn ACL. Are they going to be more, you know, kind of relying on other running backs on the roster as Brees continues to work his way back? Um, you know, it's definitely in the cards. Oh, sorry. And I think that's definitely, um, you know, I think that's definitely, definitely something they need to take into consideration as Brees Hall works his way back. To 100%. And Dalvin Cook, how much will he cost is really the question. Is he going to cost, you know, six, seven million or 11 and 12? I don't think it's going to be the latter. Um, I think it's going to be the former, right? I think they can get him for around five, six, seven million dollars a year. Um, and how long is that contract looking, right? Is it looking like a one to two year deal? Um, I think that's going to kind of just get a rental out of him here. Um, there are a lot of questions to be answered in terms of that. And I think, you know, from a fan perspective, you want as many weapons as possible for your quarterback, right? And if this was Zach Wilson under center, I think I would honestly be pushing the table a little harder for Dalvin Cook because, you know, you want to try to get the young quarterback as many options, as many reliable pieces on offense as possible. With Aaron Rodgers, you already have, Garrett, you know, Garrett Wilson. Um, you know, you have running backs, Michael Carter, Zonovan Knight, Izzy Abedikanda. 
Um, you have guys on the roster that are still going to contribute early on, especially with Brees Hall, not 100%. Um, but what does Dalvin Cook bring to the table that you're like, okay, we could take a risk on signing this guy for $6 million a year, <clears throat> and then when Brees comes back, he's our secondary option because there are not many teams in the league that can say they have a running back as good as Dalvin Cook is the number two. Um, so I think that's kind of the Jets' mindset here is to bring Dalvin Cook in for the first four weeks. He's a starting running back, getting almost all the carries, and then, you know, as week six, seven, eight, you know, rolls along, Breeze gets acclimated a little more, and Dalvin kicks back to that number two running back spot where he gets, you know, eight to 12 carries a game, um, and he's not the main focal point of the offense. So I think that's kind of, you know, kind of the main point that they're looking at and what they're kind of, you know, staring in the mirror here is, you know, are we going to take a chance on this guy um, who Minnesota, you know, cut, right? They were comfortable cutting, uh, you know, <clears throat> that doesn't always mean everything though. Um, players get cut all the time and they go to a different team and dominate. Um, so Dalvin Cook could definitely be one of those guys. Um, but I'm just not sure what is, you know, in Joe Douglas's head in terms of, uh, you know, what are they going to get out of Dalvin Cook? What are they going to, you know, how hard are they going to run him the first four weeks? You know, questions like that I think the Jets are definitely going through right now. So Cook is still unsigned. Uh, we will likely get a answer on his um, decision hopefully by the end of July near training camp. Uh, that's usually when players of his caliber um, – you know, signed to teams, you know, around training camp, a little, you know, week or two after training camp starts. So we will get an answer on that uh, probably sooner rather than later, if I had to say. Um, you know, with that said, I wanted to answer one more question here before uh, <clears throat> we wrap. We're about nine minutes and 40 seconds into this episode. <clears throat> and, you know, an easy little, um, an easy question here that I saw from, let's see, I think it was actually... No instant Nick underscore. Which year two player takes the biggest jump, right? Max Mitchell, right? Michael Clemens or Jeremy Rucker? Now, this question is pretty, you dive pretty deep into it. Uh, Max Mitchell obviously mixing a chunk of last season with, um, you know, medical a medical issue, right? He missed a chunk of last season, so he's coming back here at the right tackle spot. Uh, Michael Clemens having a pretty good rookie year, playing, I believe, all 17 games. Um, and then Jeremy Rucker as well, um, coming in here and expected to have a much bigger role um, in year two in the Jets' offense. So if I had to put my money on it, I would say it's split between Clemens and Rucker with the edge going to Rucker a little bit. Although I think Clemens is going to have a really big opportunity on this D-line, and he bulked up, I know, over the, over the offseason, right? Clemens definitely bulked up as uh, D-line coach uh, Aaron Whitecotton said. I think it might have been Jeff Albrick as well who stated that, you know, Clemens put on some weight to play more interior. Um, Clemens was used all over the defensive line last year, but I know they wanted to use him more as a, you know, a guy that could switch inside quick, uh, you know, um, as they lost some of their interior depth with uh, Sheldon Sheldon Rankins going going another way, so, um, and Nathan Shepard as well. So Clemens, um, definitely, you know, a strong guy to, 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 uh, to make that jump in year two. Rucker, um, you know, obviously formerly from Ohio State, didn't have much of a role last year in the Jets offense. I think Aaron Rodgers really likes him from just like the clips and the, you know, press conferences and, you know, everything that you've heard about Ruckert heading into the 2023 season. Um, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of good things about Ruckert and his development. And remember, he was battling a foot injury in training camp last year. So I think this is kind of his really first healthy training camp as an NFL player. Um, So you have to take that into consideration a bit as well. And I think, you know, Heading into, um, 
a season that is very important for the Jets. A a, a win now kind of uh, kind of season here. Um, they're ready to go, and I think Rucker's ready to go as well. And the Jets obviously still have C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, and then Rucker, right, and Zach Koontz, who they drafted in the seventh round of the 2023 NFL Draft. So, um, yeah, very good question there. I appreciate all the questions um, that came in. Only three answered this week. I hope to get to more next week as I ask more and more. As the offseason continues to roll by, that is about 12 minutes and 30 seconds of, uh, you know, Jets content. I love to bring it to you guys, and I know you guys eat it up. So I appreciate um, all of the, you know, support on the Instagram page, on threads. Make sure you follow me on threads there um, and just everywhere. Um, I, I really appreciate all the support and, uh, you know, interactions that we've had over the years and in the past weeks and, and months. So um, with that said, I will see you guys next week with another one of these. Um yeah, I will see you guys next week. Hopefully it isn't um, too long until we see a Quinn and Williams contract, a hard knocks decision. Those things should be coming soon, so we will be there to react to them as so.